Perks of Being a Wallflower is a story about Charlie, the narrator of said story, entering his freshman year of high school. He is the said wallflower in the title of the book. He's quiet, withdrawn, and he's observant and thoughtful. He pays close attention to everything around him, but he's almost always withdrawn from the situation itself. It, the entire book is written as a series of letters to an anonymous friend. The audience never really learns who said friend is, and neither does Charlie, because he does not get a response back. So it reads more like a series of diary entries due to that. When the book opens, it it's Charlie dealing with two traumatic deaths of people that he really cares about. The most recent one being last spring, when his only friend in middle school passed away due to suicide. And then when Charlie was seven, his Aunt Helen was killed in a car crash which on Christmas Eve, which was also Charlie's birthday. It's about how he's nervous entering high school, and he finds people who are actually accepting of him. There's his English teacher, Bill Anderson, who recognizes Charlie's talent and encourages him to do more in her with his high school career and takes him under his wing. And there's also Patrick and his stepsister, Sam, who take him in and they integrate him into their friend group. Charlie, throughout the story, has a massive crush on Sam. And he even tells her about it, but she treats it just as a child with a crush on a much older person. And there's Patrick, who is semi-closeted in the beginning, but completely openly gay toward the middle, having a closeted relationship with Brad, the quarterback of the football team. And as the school year progresses, the reader can see Charlie begin to come out of his shell. And in turn, everything becomes a lot more complicated. He goes to his family Christmas, and they bring up memories of Aunt Helen. And he does find solace in rereading Catcher in the Rye, but he really struggles with his depression and flashbacks to his time with Aunt Helen. But his acceptance by his new friend group lets him become more at peace with himself. He becomes more mature, and his relationship with his family starts to get a little bit better. And there's a situation with his sister, who has an abusive boyfriend. Charlie tells Bill, the said head English teacher, about the boyfriend, and Bill reports it to their parents. And this really weakens the relationship that he has with his sister. And there's a point in the story where her, she becomes pregnant and decides to have an abortion. Later on, there's 
a girl that becomes a part of Charlie's life, Mary Elizabeth, a senior in the friend group. Mary Elizabeth is much more interested in herself than having the relationship with Charlie. And at a party during a game of truth or dare, Charlie is dared to kiss the prettiest girl in the room, and he kisses Sam instead of Mary Elizabeth. A little bit further on in the story, Brad's father discovers Patrick and Brad's relationship, and Brad is sent to rehab in turn. When Brad returns, he refuses to speak to Patrick, and Patrick confronts Brad in the cafeteria. Brad makes a derogatory comment about Patrick's homosexuality, and uh, Patrick in turn gets beaten up. Patrick, due to his depression, leans on Charlie for emotional support. And as Patrick gets drunk, he kisses Charlie, but apologizes. Eventually, Patrick sees Brad kissing a strange man in the park, which allows Patrick to have a little bit of comfort and move on from the problem. Toward the end of the school year, Charlie has extreme anxiety at the prospect of all of his senior friends moving away, and it becomes more and more imminent. When Sam is packing to leave for her summer pre-college program, her and Charlie make out and have sexual contact. But Charlie becomes extremely uncomfortable. And that sexual contact brings up a repressed memory of his aunt Helen molesting him as a child. In an epilogue, Charlie writes a final letter to his friend two months later than the last one, saying that his parents found him naked in a catatonic state on the couch. They took him to a mental hospital, and Charlie eventually realized that Helen had sexually abused him, but he had repressed those memories. Charlie forgives the memory of his aunt Helen, and the novel ends with Charlie writing that he's planning to stop writing letters and start participating fully in his life. Speaking in all honesty, I find the book to be a very relaxing read. It does have extremely tense moments, but it overall has this tone to it. I really enjoyed the way that the book overall felt. It had a reality to it that honestly not a lot, a lot of other books for this generation has. And on top of that, it feels to have a realism that's really hard to come across. The writing feels as though it's from a 15-year-old, and it feels as though this man is actually Charlie. I also really enjoyed the parts with the three main friends, Charlie, Patrick, and Sam, all together. The moments where Charlie talks about his friendship with them. The Secret Santa a moment where Charlie makes a a gift for her Patrick and 
starts thinking about Sam in a more romantic way while still looking at her as just a friend. And it feels much more toned down in its offensiveness than some of the other banned books, like, say, The Color Purple, which very in-your-face has all of the controversial topics in it. The one dislike that I had was, at points, it honestly just felt rushed, and some things were just thrown in there for the sake of being thrown in there. You really get a sense that it's flowing really nicely throughout mostly the entire thing, except there are points where there's just two paragraphs of a letter that don't necessarily have to do a lot with the plot itself. And yes, that does sort of add to the realism of it, of the character just writing to this friend that he doesn't necessarily know. But it just sort of felt like those moments where a TV show puts in a filler episode rather than continuing the plot in a meaningful manner. While I can understand having it be a banned book for some of its contents, especially for extremely younger readers, I find that for high schoolers, they should read this. There are things in this book that are addressed that not many other things address. There's the treatment of homosexuality, which is a very much a breath of fresh air there when it comes to teen novels. And there's the topic of drug use and the negative impact that it has on some of the characters. There's repressed homosexuality. There's sexual assault that's directly addressed and you feel yourself honestly grow with the character it's both a coming of age story and a sort of don't do this sort of thing sort of a warning of boy who cried wolf-esque tale but not all of it's bad not all of it is in the negative. There is one scene that I can completely understand the book being banned for, in complete honesty. I find the part where Charlie is in his room at the party, and he's sitting alone, some drunk kids walk in every once in a while, and see that he's in there and stagger back out. But a boy and girl walk in. And he basically rapes that girl right in front of Charlie. I find that to be overly visceral. And I found it absolutely deplorable. But it was a very needed moment in the book. I may not have liked it, but I do see why it needed to be there narratively to flow better in the book and show his growth when it comes to sexuality. Plus, there's the masturbation and stuff, which I don't understand. 
understand it being banned for other books have included topics such as that that have not been banned and i find it hypocritical to ban something for a topic than not ban another book for that same topic overall the book has a very nice tone to it and it's a very very good read for someone who wants to feel with the characters and have a down-to-earth realistic story about the life of a 15 year old boy it just blossoming into the wallflower that he is throughout the novel. I do not believe at all that this should, book should be banned.